Hi, hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Bree, and this is the R&B Podcast, um, a pop culture podcast where each week we wrap up the most recent pop culture events. But today we have a special bonus episode to talk about the Big Bachelor Tea, Woo-hoo. which actually... There's quite a bit of Bachelor tea this week. But there's we're so much, yeah. There's <laughs> there's so much Bachelor stuff to talk about that we can't really put into full episodes because, I uh, listen, we probably don't need to be doing a whole bunch of Bachelor stuff in our regular episodes, even though we we kind of sneak it in every week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's no secret that we're Bachelor girlies, so I'm excited to talk about it. Hmm um so we're not talking about Ari and Lauren's announcement of their kids genders or sexes I didn't even hear about that because as soon as Ari started being um rude to sex positive people and sex workers I was like all right we're done when did that happen girl months ago or I'm not surprised I don't know why yeah no he like he like started beef with this um I told you about that he basically started beef um, with this girl, with this like previous bachelor contestant who is now like a sex therapist, and like Taylor? yeah, so basically yeah, so she um had like called him out for like I guess some of his Black Lives Matter stuff and like his Trump support, and she and then he literally waited a month, like like it was like to the day like a month where she had posted Shut an up. ad. Oh my god! Yeah, he posted an ad. For she posted an ad, excuse me, um, for a sex toy or something like that, or she was just like doing like a sex positive post, and he commented underneath it, basically being like, "Oh, this is classy, like way to like way to go and like teaching like young girls and blah 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 blah," and it's like, "Sir, the beat yeah, damn. happened a month ago." You waited for this moment just to sex shame her. And even then, you want to talk about sex positivity and having safe sex. I would rather young girls know about how how to, you know, enjoy themselves with uh, clean products as opposed to being out here with nasty men like you. Yeah. Also, like, to Taylor, like, her evolution and, like, in life that I've been able to see is like so like she's had such a positive arc so I hate that he's coming at her tea because where she started on the show and where she is now is just she's like a different person and it's so interesting um but there was a so back to what we made we're supposed to talk about (laughs) there were actually two breakups this week in Bachelor Nation but we're talking about the bigger one um Claire and Dale oh my god I just, it's one of those things where it's like for all the trouble that this, that this relationship caused, just instant reaction, first answer that comes to your mind, was it worth it? <laughs> I don't know. I was sad. Not going to lie. <laughs> well, I, I mean, feel like I'm sad like... about every Bachelor franchise breakup, though, because I just so desperately would like to see one succeed. And <laughs> Yeah, no, but I'm saying like for Claire... Was it worth it? I mean, the alternative, though, and we've, like, hashed this out before, is, like, she stays on the whole season, what, to still end up with Dale? More than, yeah. But she doesn't give anyone a chance, and it's, like, I don't think she, like, 
could ever properly give anyone a chance. Like, she definitely just had her eyes on one person. Mm-hmm. And as we've talked about before, Claire basically hand-delivered as Tasha. Yeah. And I can't lie, like, Bachelorette seasons are too long for me. I mean, Bachelor seasons also are too long for me. So I think having two Bachelorettes in one season, like, actually made me invested all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Tasha just she just set the bar she really did she did a wonderful job but the thing is I'll give you that so I guess your answer was yes based on what we got yeah as far as Claire goes I just feel like man if only you could have acted you know in true bachelorette fashion I think we could we may have been able to avoid this. Yeah, I just like I feel like she probably could have if it wasn't like her season was postponed cuz what all of us were speculating was that she was able to like socially like stalk these boys and like choose who she wanted. Mm-hmm. And I'm very curious. I mean, it's a completely different season if corona doesn't happen 100%. I 100% agree with you, yeah. Which, I mean, Dale is stunning whether it's at the beginning of quarantine or at the end, but to your point, yeah. Like, she pretty much came in with her eyes set and was like, alright, here we go. Yeah, because so, I really very much relate to, like, being infatuated with people's, like, online presence. Mm-hmm. I think that very much is what happened to her, and so she had, like, this idea. She was in love with the idea of Dale. Um, and he just happened to correctly react to the situations that happen in their short time on the show. But also, like, we, I even, as much as I was, like, in support of Clarendale, like, I knew that proposal was too much. Yeah. Well, I, I think we all, when Chris Harrison was like, so the next thing is her proposal, we all went, what? And I think yeah. I, I kind of expected him to be like, well, maybe not, but he kind of just, did it anyways so I guess that's my next question to you do you think Dale was in it I don't think he wasn't in it I just think that like I think if they were given the chance to just have a normal relationship without being quote-unquote engaged I think that they probably could have had more success um it's just so hard to say because and sadly we don't know much of anything about Dale like we didn't really get to see much of Dale even on the show as much as he was there it was like a lot of comforting and making out with Claire yeah so it's like it's so hard to read because I felt like it was genuine like I do think he was interested but also like I don't know enough to like judge his character enough I feel yeah to be honest I really feel like my read on the situation was he realized oh she likes me a lot and maybe that was enough do you know what I mean yeah like like he she didn't she didn't have much game I'll say so it's like she from very much get-go was just like oh my gosh he's the sun the moon and the stars and she told him that and he you know kind of got cocky around the guys and was like you know yeah like I am the sun, the moon, and the stars. And maybe he started to, you know, buy into what she wanted and, like, just being all all that wrapped up into one for her that mm-hmm. it was like, 
yeah, maybe I do really like her. Maybe this was meant to be, you know? So I yeah. can't say that he didn't like her, or that he was like, went on there and was like clout chasing specifically. But I can say, I don't know that his feelings were fully fleshed out. I I don't think his feelings were fully fleshed out. I mean, it's already, it's already problematic how quick this show is. Like, they're supposed to essentially fall in love in three months. They probably had about closer to two, two and a half weeks. Um, I like I really don't think he was able to even like fully process, um, how he did feel about Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, I just oh, it's so I'm sad by it because like Claire is, like she is very insecure about her age and not being married. So like I feel like this is not helpful for her and I know that she's never going to do the franchise again um, oh she, and she shouldn't she's done it five times yeah and like you really you it's weird when a lead like demotes to being on like one of the um, satellite shows essentially mm-hmm. like because Ben did that when he was like on winter games and it's just weird mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can't go from that to like being a lead to going down is just not it um although people are speculating that peter may go to paradise and do we want that no exactly <laughs> i would not want to see peter with some is of the same not with girls Kelly anymore no they brought <sighs> babe <laughs> this, was, this was like two weeks ago that they both made the announcement that they decided to go their separate ways, and speculation is that it's because Barb, you know, Mumsykins wanted to take too big of a, you know, of a place in the relationship. Huh, that's a read. I honestly, like, the, the thing is, is I only care about so few people in the Bachelor franchise, and it's, again, kind of similar to how I am with a lot of other fandoms, is, like, I only care about the old people. Like, Ashley and Jared do something, I know. Jade and Tanner do something, I know right away. Mm-hmm. I didn't care enough about Peter and Kelly to know that they were breaking up. Yeah, no. They released their joint statements and went on with their business, which brings us to this part of the tea, which I think is, you know, the most, where it gets just heartbreaking for Claire. Dale basically gives us this run-of-the-mill, like, we just, like, we both decided that for, like, both of our best interests that it's better to go separate ways like nothing but love please give us our you know our respected like time and like privacy which I will say I did notice when he posted that that Claire didn't say anything um, Mm -hmm. because usually when you have statements like that both parties post the same exact you know thing or same exact post their stories or Instagrams or whatever you want to wherever they want to post it yeah she was silent and then two days later, in her own statement, we realize that their quote-unquote mutual statement was a surprise to her. Huh, that's wild. Yeah. Did you read her statement? I did not read the statements. I, okay. what, was there anything important in there? Well, I have, I have hers pulled up. So I'll just read, you know, part of this. She, she says... I was made aware of a mutual, in quotation, statement at the same time you all were. So I've needed some time to really digest this. Speaking for myself, my intentions with this relationship have always been very clear. 
So the truth is, I am crushed. This is not what I expected or hoped for, and I'm still trying to process this. Like, I'm so confused. Did he just break up with her over a statement? And that's what the speculation is. It's like, were you guys, I, where I'm a little unclear is where they broken up and they didn't decide, you know, to announce it together. And so he just decided to go ahead and announce it. Or yeah. did he find out that they were, or did she find out they're going separate ways through Instagram? That's kind of unclear, but from her statement, it would seem um, that she wasn't aware that they were really going separate ways enough to like post that. Yeah, like that's what it sounds like. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, you know, you have the speculation that he was unfaithful this whole time. Like, I remember a couple months ago, pretty much, like, as soon as um, as soon as their season or their part of the season was done, that there yeah. were pictures of him and, you know, some mystery girl or whatever in, like, New York, which it came out. That's, like, a longtime friend of his. Um, and basically, his sister has come out in support of them and, like, their, um, you know, I guess mutual friends are basically saying, you know, which I think is messed up is that they're saying, you know, well, her and Dale have been friends a lot longer than he's known Claire, so obviously they're still going to, like, be friends. And it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know about that one, Jack. Yeah, I remember, I don't know if we were talking about it, if I heard about it, like, it was still, like, like early of Tasha's season that was happening. Yeah, pretty much, like, first episode. Yeah. Um. Ugh, I just, wow. I don't know. I guess, like, it was unrealistic to think that they were going to last, but I didn't Mm -hmm. hope. Yeah. I I just think that there was way too much, and, like, pretty much everything that we got from them post them being on the show was, like, you know, every everywhere they were going, it was, like, I think she, I think she was incredibly serious and she did believe in the process and like completely bought in. I just don't, like I said, I just don't feel like his feelings were fully fleshed out because everything that she was doing and saying was, oh, we're looking for houses and um, we're going to have babies. And it's like, whoa, sis. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing, they never had enough conversations to like really know each other and like where they stood on like such important things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your your classic, like, people insiders, um, you know, come out and say, you know, they fought often. A lot of it was brought up by Claire and Dale just decided that he wasn't going to, like, fight anymore. Which, again, signals to me that, like, you know, he was very cognizant of what she found to be, you know, um, important. And, like, the, her cues of what she wanted to hear and was able to kind of relay those back to her. And I guess mm-hmm. he kind of got tired of it. Um, but at the same time, we also saw on her season just how confrontational and like how when Claire's expectations are something and they're not met, she can become very emotional about that. You know, we had the whole, no one got up to to talk to me. No one, mm-hmm. no one, um, was like you guys should be jumping to like say something to me you know and all these guys are like we've never seen this show we don't know what happens <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah so like we've kind of seen firsthand that claire can be a bit you know uh, she, like she has 
she has a script going in her head. And if you missed your cues, you know, we need to run that back. Do that scene again. Yeah. And on the show, there was someone else to blame. And she could then go, oh, Dale is just a knight in shining armor. He never, you know, he would never hurt me. But when there's only, when it's just you and him, who's there to blame? No, yeah, because he's always given the opportunity to save her from these situations. Mm-hmm. And they never had their own conflict. But, like, once they do have their own conflict, like, she can't just run in, like, into his arms and, like, cry. Yep. Which is what she did on the show. Yep. And, you Was know, we how, said like, that. How old is Dale? Dale is 32. Okay. Yeah. So, too grown to be doing this. <laughs> but... Yeah. For sure. Yes. Like, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just oh man like that's so wild that he released a statement without her knowing I don't know how that was even allowed because like, also I feel like all the breakups within like a year of like the show kind of go through like ABC mm-hmm. so like I don't know how that happens <laughs> yeah I mean it just yeah I, I think he really was like yeah no and I think, uh, I, I, like, uh, me coming through with all these rumors, but I'll listen. We got, we, we're pulling at straws here. Um, basically, what I'm also hearing is that she was like, you know, her mom is in Sacramento, I want to say, mm-hmm. somewhere in California. And obviously, you know, she's losing her mom slowly. Um, and she wanted to live in Sacramento. <laughs> Dale is from South Dakota. He's very close with his family, you know. He also has a sister that lives in assisted living that he, you know, visits regularly. And it's like a huge part of her life. I want to say that he, uh, that he was his mom or his dad or both. I don't remember what parent it was. I think it was only one. Only, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I know Claire lost both or is losing, potentially losing both. Um, yeah. Dale, um, yeah, I think Dale lost his mom. I'm pretty sure. Um, regardless, you know, he's got a lot of stuff that he's taking care of. I think he plays a big role in his family too. So I wouldn't be surprised if he also was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to move to Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. Or I can't just say, you know, all right, well, I'm getting married and I'm going to Sacramento and I've only known this girl for two weeks. Like, I, th- I feel like they like there needs to be a better foundation set up there because Lord knows how much Claire would have wanted to go to South Dakota or how much time he actually would have spent there, you know? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Especially, one, moving is hard and moving during pandemic is difficult. And, like, it really makes me wonder, like, because they potentially lost one to two more one-on-ones by not by how them how they did this situation like his first one-on-one was like the day before they got engaged Mm -hmm. um so with that like their overnight like session like they would have had uh hometowns meeting both his and her family and fantasy suites yeah and like because yeah they only got the fantasy suite and so, like, it makes me wonder, because, like, these are a lot of discussions that you're supposed to be having in the fantasy suite, they say, like, the important things of, and, like, 
how Taisha came out and was like, oh, our religious um, ideals are different kind of things. Things that you don't want to discuss on camera, you can discuss in the fantasy suite. Oh. The thing is, because they didn't have as many, like, one-on-one dates, like, they probably were still doing very superficial talking in the overnight and, like, didn't discuss, like, the details of actually moving and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it also just could have been that they didn't have the opportunity to talk about that. Um, because, like, Claire was so in love with Dale so quickly, like, I think any answer he gave would, would have been the right answer. Um, and she would, like, probably at that, at that time choose to ignore um, any answer that she disagreed with or, like, didn't work with her life. But also, when I, like, now as I'm talking and thinking, like, how these statements came out, it could have been the relationship really was done. But, you know, like, Claire's thinking that it, it was still happening. <laughs> yeah. Or that there was... Or, you know, it was one of those breakups where it's, like, we could still get together. Like, we just need some time apart right now. Well, I'm thinking, yes, I think that's, it could be that. But I'm thinking, like, it's very possible, like, how Claire, like, Claire may have just been, like, no, we're not broken up. That's what I'm saying now. Like, I that's still believe in love. Yeah, like, she's thinking that, like, like, this is just a break. In reality, mm-hmm. it really was done. Yeah. And that's why he was releasing that statement because he probably like thought that they did agree to it being done. And to her, it just was like, that's not the answer that she wanted to hear. Like you said, her expectations. So like, she's thinking, oh, we're still together. Yeah. Yeah. I Now I'm like, as I think about it, that very possibly is what happened. Especially when I think about her, how her statement was worded and how she's like saying she's crushed and all that stuff. Like, I just cannot believe that she was blindsided to the point. I mean, the statement probably was a blindside. But like, there had to have been like enough discourse for like him to think that the relationship is done. And it could have just been explicitly said that it was done, but she was thinking that it wasn't. Yeah. Because I think the the consensus right now, especially in Bachelor Nation, is to say, you know, that Dale is the villain and he was the real villain the whole time and that Claire just got bamboozled. But I think we have to really remember, you know, how Claire's part in her own season. And yeah. like, I, like I was saying earlier, what we already know about Claire. Um, and really, yeah, to your point, just say, uh, where was she as blindsided as it seems or was it her, her you know her script yeah because that's the thing it's very possible too it was like him saying that there was a break there's no hero to the story yeah that's not that's the point um and we don't we really don't know we probably won't ever know um but yeah like now that I think about it I'm like it's very possible that Claire was being Claire and the relationship <laughs> was over. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Um, and I like and I'm honestly one of the people I think that are actually like I really enjoy Claire as a person. I know a lot of people don't. <laughs> oh no, I remember the first day, like the first episode of her season, I texted you and was like, She's lovely. Like I think she's, you know, great. Now as, yeah. as time went on, I was like, Okay, Claire. But you know that's the, a lot of people find her annoying and stuff i think it's endearing to watch someone be so mm. she's so upfront with her emotions <laughs> yeah. and what she wants that's the thing she explicitly says what she wants and she doesn't beat around the bush which i appreciate mm-hmm. 
Um, but like, not everything that she says is the reality, which is like the part where people have an issue with her, which is fair. She says a lot of fiction. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a hopeless romantic. She really is. Yeah. Um. I I wish the best for her. Honestly, I wish I cared more about Dale to like say the same. But like, I won't. Ne- I honestly will never know what happens with Dale. Yeah. Unless you tell me. And this is one of those whirlwind things where it's like you know he potentially goes back to being pretty regular if he just gives up this flight dream of being an influencer. And, um, like, you know, goes on with his life and we get a BuzzFeed notification 20 years from now, like, where's Dale now? And he's, like, <laughs> gained 20 pounds or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that'd be so sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, don't care. I mean, it's sad that he's gained 20 pounds. Because <laughs> he is very attractive. I'll say it. Uh, I I don't know. He's one of those people that like I think shock value. I thought he was like beautiful, and then like after looking at him for a long time, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, I can see that. I also just like he seems like such a clown, mm-hmm. which is a lot of. My I think issue that's with him. it too. Yeah, he he's he's a bit corny for me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is corny. That is what it is. <laughs> I oh I can't stand it. <laughs> oh and the same God. way that Matt James is beyond awkward. I was about makes- to say, and speaking of corny, I think we really need to take a couple minutes just to address the fact that Matt James went from Matt James this week to Matthew. I was like, now Matt, his name may may not even be Matthew. It may be like Matthias or some shit. And I was <laughs> like, Matthew, now come on now. <laughs> I uh, this season, part of the issue okay remember how well Tasha handled the conflict between Bennett and whatever his name is mm-hmm. Noah and Noah just I think part of it is like her mature maturity but also part of it is her being on the show and probably remembering how annoying exactly. the drama was on there exactly Matt James again I, I feel like every time we talk about him, I talk about how he's new and we have to keep that in mind. But it's still like the it's, drama that's happening, he can't handle it correctly. He can't. And I think, like, just, you know, run down very quick. There were three times in this episode where one of the contestants, Sarah, was like, I feel, you know, distraught in this way or whatever. And he took time away from the other women like was like like didn't give any explanation and was just like oh she feels bad I need to go you know address this head on and I need to he literally said from his mouth if it takes me coming up here every day to remind you how much I want to I'm sorry I shouldn't yell like yeah it's like you are the bachelor and I understand that as a as a person, as a fuckboy in New York, like you were before this, that in order to keep all of your girls, you know, satiated and or whatever you want to call it, like that you had to like spew those words or like say, you know, give that kind of reassurance in order to like keep everyone invested. They're on The Bachelor. OK, they're there for you. You are running this show. It is not. Yeah. The Sarah show. It is Matt James season of The Bachelor. And 
I just thought that was completely unacceptable. No, it was ridiculous. And that's the thing is like similar to Claire, how she chose to like be with Dale. Like you could tell it was very much her decision. She knew it was wrong. Mm-hmm. She knew that she wasn't giving the other guys a time of day. Um, and she still made that choice. Dale just is like, he just doesn't like, and I think that's the worst part is he's just is so unaware. Mm-hmm. Like when whoever said that was a long five minutes, I was like, preach. Like, exactly. <laughs> don't say I'm going to be back in five minutes and spend probably at least half an hour up there. And then and don't address it. Then don't come back and apologize. Yes. Um, that's the thing. It was like the guys were so mad about like Claire wasting their time. But like Dale is wasting their time and he just doesn't he's not apologetic about it and he's not aware of it and it's and it's an issue. It is. And the whole time, like as much as like I don't know, actually I'm pretty indifferent about how I feel about Sarah before even this episode. I like at her one on one, I was like, Ugh, I don't really want to watch her all season because she seemed like she was gonna be a front runner. Um, she like, I, part of me was like, what validation were you looking for? Because at the end of the day, you still were leaving the show at the end of the episode, but also the whole time I was like wanting her to leave because one for the drama of being like, okay, who's going to be like the other front runner now? Like a spot definitely opened up, mm-hmm. but also because like, I just could not deal with a whole season of her needing validation from him and him actually giving it to her. Cause he doesn't know that he shouldn't. Like one of the girls, I can't remember who exactly i want to say it was kayla that was like you know this is just enabling her behavior or and like you said validating it basically that all she has to do now is say oh i don't want to come down or i don't want to be a part of the what the whatever and the girls were completely valid in saying we all sing okay <laughs> we all are like having a rough time at this and so for you to act like OMG, I am having the worst of times and I, you know, I may get heat for this and I understand her whole situation with her dad, but if you notice when she went and talked to Matt, she didn't mention that, you know, it was about, or she did that, at least that's not where she started. It wasn't, uh, oh, well, you know, my dad and it wasn't like, she didn't bring those parts up about, you know, her reasons for leaving until it was a little bit too, you know, yeah, convenient. When she went up to Matt, which made me roll my eyes, she was like, you know, these girls are malicious and um, vindictive and I, you know, I just can't handle it. And I was like, I better not <laughs> see Matt get his black tail up or his black and white tail up, is, excuse me, and go in there with those girls <laughs> and say, you know, I am really disappointed and I don't appreciate bullying and blah, 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 blah next week. Which granted, like I said, they went a little hard in the paint, okay? Some some of those girls, like Kit and MJ, it's like, you weren't going to get the time of the day anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That's what I was thinking. Some of them, I was so mad. I was like, you're literally... I was like, why are you mad about not getting time with him? Like, there's at this point, there's kind of a reason that you don't you haven't had time. Exactly. But it's like, you know, some girls, like I said, like like Kayla and um like Katie, who I think a lot of people actually liked, were like, okay, the good sis needed to have a better at least a better response than she she did the whole like asking for forgiveness instead of permission thing, which I had yeah. mixed feelings on. Um but regardless, both Matt and Sarah had disrespectful moments in this 
in this, you know, whatever in this episode. And I feel like it all bubbled over. And it's like, I I feel like if we're going to give heat to anyone, yes, the women need to be better. Sarah needed to take her piece of that pie. And I think Matt James needs a, a good portion of that pie, too. I I don't know where, but I feel like they like I feel like he knows very he knows very little about the franchise and the show, which is sad. He probably only watched Hannah B season. Um but also like my thing is the girls being mad at or mean to Sarah, my roommate and I are watching together and we were like, they're probably low-key bullying her so she would leave. Like, because they saw someone who was weak enough to get rid of a number and that a front runner number that they were taking the opportunity which I think like is why they were so so they were very harsh on her Mm -hmm. um we're like because normally they're not that mean yeah but I felt like it was more of a like they were like okay let's like get this girl out of here and we and Victoria said that Victoria said that at the beginning of the episode she said okay Sarah's next (laughs) (laughs) in those terms plain and simple yeah but like i but also i feel like she said like you know when they say that like and they can't really like factor it in like she really went hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) although she had some of my favorite uh my favorite moments during this episode because when she initially like when it when sarah interrupted the group date and she initially went outside and was like there has to be some like medical emergency. Like you have to be like on your deathbed if you'd come out here. You know, and it was just one of those like white soccer mom just acid out of her tongue. <laughs> kind yeah. Of, kind and of. okay, the low key the dramatic irony of there actually being like health issues with her family. <laughs> I know. But it's it's just the point that like Sarah I think Sarah gave them nothing, you know? And I, I really appreciated Katie in that moment being like, okay, I didn't really like that, but you need to figure yourself out. Like, I feel like she came through with the great conflict resolution where it's like, look, I'm not going to sit here and coddle you. I, I'm going to tell you how it is. Um, but for your Dude. sake and everyone else's, figure it out. I was pressed that, like, she was going to get talked into staying. Um and that conversation and then whenever they start bonding about like their fathers and she was like you need to go I was like whew because <laughs> I thought for a hot moment there that we really were gonna have to deal with like Sarah doing this um for like two or three more episodes and essentially just going home mm-hmm. and the, the issue too is like some people were saying that she's like they're like she should have known like she knew how her father was doing before she left for the show and so, like, I'm very curious more about Sarah's point of view because I'm, like, she, I think maybe she just wasn't actually interested in Matt James or something, and that's why she left because, like, when you have, like, when you're clearly a front runner, I feel like at that point she should be, like, okay, this decision was worth it, like, even though my father's sick at home, like, she should, like, could have been able to, like, fight through it. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm very curious about this like one almost it seems like a 180 but at the same time b you have to think about you know she was a news anchor she had a whole life going for her and she left that for 
her dad, you know, and her dad basically became her life. So I would say that she, that that whole thing, like whether she was like, you know, actually had feelings for him or not. However, I do believe that she kind of has a lot of maybe anxiety or just like she, she's been catered to a lot, I would say when it comes to her emotions. And so she's so used to kind of just like putting it all out there and then, you know, being those, those emotions being validated so that she can like kind of, and like, that's how she moves on from them. If that makes sense. Yeah. Cause like, even when she left, like she said, you know, I feel like he just knows um, what I feel like she, he knows um, where my heart is and it's with my family. And that's why he let me go. Like, so it was like, that wording for me, I was like, um, that's what, like, what is well, like, the thing like? is people are getting mad at her for going on the show in the first place mm-hmm. with her dad. And like, I just disagree with that. Cause I'm like, she probably was like, let me try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, to an extent too. Cause I'm like, she had such a great experience at the beginning, like literally like first week. That's why I'm like confused. I'm like, it seems like it was going well. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, you have to think too. Was she thinking, you know, maybe I can, like, find a person. Maybe Matt James can't be that person. He and he can meet my dad before, you know, and we can like have this whole situation. Like, I can have this like figured out before my dad leaves and gets. And you know, it's like this is an expedited process that's supposed to give me, you know. Yeah, the end that's goal what I mean. I don't understand why she didn't continue. Like, that's where I want to. Like, I we didn't get to really hear that part because it was like you said so much of the episode was like time about the girls being catty and I'm like yes they were bad but were they that bad that like you like because I'm that's what I'm confused about like I need more from her point of view of like really what like made her decision because it was like so well week one for her to like go from fainting at the rose ceremony um, which was a lot for me that's what i'm saying like it's like i don't understand like what like i'm like you had a rose that night you're fainting okay like maybe your legs were like too like um locked out for too long or whatever and i know that they're really long nights but like i don't know like and then all of a sudden like she is like not able like feels like she can't stay so that's why like i'm i think i'm just very confused about her thought process mm-hmm. which you know I think we're going to continue to be confused because, you know, her whole narrative right now is this whole, like, women should support women and tearing women down. And she, like, she's becoming, like, a bullying advocate, which I also can't stand. That, that's why I'm confused. I was like, it doesn't seem like, which is why I think I partially think that she maybe just was, like, realized that she wasn't that into Matt James, but then also, like, needed validation from That's why I'm so confused. I'm like, why did you leave? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it couldn't have just been bullying. Like, as bad as it probably was, like, if you were that into Matt James, it, like, it's not worth it, but, like, it's enough for you to probably stay around. Yeah. But I also think that she was struggling with seeing him with, like, other women. And, like, the thing is with Matt James, which I think to her benefit and possibly her credit, he says a lot of the same things to every one of these girls. And when he, and when she left, like, I thought this was going to be the moment, like, you know how in the super tease we get that moment where he's like on the the whatever on the curb he's like you know I'm really not okay or whatever I thought that this was going to be this moment he was really just like you know wish you the best (laughs) and that's why she had to rationalize real quick and be like okay that this is why he was so calm about this whole thing you know when 
really. I was like, I don't think that he was just, like, I feel like to him, his options are still wide open. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that she still was such a front runner, though. Like, that's what I'm also kind of curious about Matt James's side. Because, like, when he goes into that room, he goes and, like, lays right on top of her. And I'm like, that is some, like, big body language for week two. Yeah. It was also very middle school to me. But I was like, oh, I couldn't stand it. But, like, that was, like, for me, I always am watching the body language. Like, because it's, like, so evident of, like, who they're actually interested in before, like, they actually sometimes say who they're the most interested in. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was like, he's not doing that to at least half of those girls this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe he'll get there with a lot of those girls. But, like, that's why it's, like, and I can't say he wasn't fighting for her because he did say that he would tell her every day that he was thinking about her or whatever. But also at the same time, I'm like, that's why I think I'm very confused about both of them. I was like, so were y'all really not that into each other or like what? Yeah. <laughs> I guess to kind of round this out, what are the odds that she comes back? A lot of people are saying that she does. I don't know. Like, I feel like if the reason she left was because of the girls, which is the narrative that the show was pushing and apparently she's pushing now, I don't think she comes back because it's like, I don't think the environment was good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was too early in the season, I think, for her to like, as much as I feel like they were so close, I feel like if she was leaving so early that they must have not really been as close emotionally yet. Mm-hmm. That like, I don't see her wanting to come back. If that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they are going to run the whole, I got home to my dad and he said, you know, that he really wanted me to go back and prove that I was resilient. And I feel like there's a possibility of that happening. I mean, I agree with that, but also, it's, I agree with it, but based on her narrative, it shouldn't happen. It should That's what I'm saying. You're right. You're right. So if she does do it, like that again, and that's what makes me mad at these people come like, you're being hypocritical. And again, I need her point of view of why she really left. Um, but based on the narrative, she should not be coming back. I 100% agree. It probably will happen. Um, it's a possibility. <laughs> but I will be mad. And not like I'm usually, I usually don't really care that much when people come back because it's for drama purposes, but they also don't leave in this way. Mm-hmm. I think that's my issue. Yeah. I also feel like that's why they're bringing in new girls too, as kind of like a punishment to these girls. I just think that they may just start doing it. They probably liked it enough with Tasha, even though I really don't think like those guys ended up really factoring in too much. Did any of the? Nope. It was that's what I. The thought. only ones who like stayed around past the first night were Spencer and Noah, I want to say, and then Noah ended up getting technically her first impression rose, and he, not Noah, Spencer got it the first impression yeah. rose, and didn't even make it to top six. Noah made it to top six and then fizzled out. Yeah, I feel like it's, like, the new, like, thing that they're doing. Like, oh, my gosh. Because I think it was Rachel's season, or it was right before Rachel's season where they have, like, the boys come out for the first time, at, like, ap- um, after the final rose. And we all did not like it. Um, but then they kept doing it for, like, the next two Bachelorettes. Mm-hmm. I think those, those are a lot of ones lives that we saw. And, like, I feel like that's what this is now is, like, the new, like, after the final rose like five boy reveal now it's like we're gonna bring in five new people halfway through the season to spice things up um 
but it's like paradise where it doesn't matter like the people who come out late like it's always the people who are like in the og cast even though taisha she also was new like it still was like mute point for those people to come in see um oh i hope they don't add this and make it a regular thing it could just because these are quarantine seasons to spice it up I agree. And who's to say that they wouldn't have done the five at the after the final rose for um Oh, they probably would have for Claire okay. but had they're not yeah. Actually wait, we did see after the final rose and they just oh, did they, not. Yeah. Well they didn't announce Claire at after the final rose. They announced her on like Good Morning America the next day. Yeah, they did do that. Um yeah, so I'm very maybe they st- I don't know. That was weird that they did that. And like Weird that that's one of the last live events that happened in America. <laughs> <laughs> was the Peter, Maddie, uh, and who was the other girl? I don't even remember. That's Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. Yeah, all that drama. We were watching that live. What a waste. I think the day the world shut down. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> oh, man. I... Uh... I don't know how I feel about this season. I, like I said, it's, it's starting to get a little middle school to me. And where I had hope for Matt James, like I said, he got demoted to Matthew this week. And uh, if I had to keep calling him out of his name <laughs> in these next couple of weeks, I, like, I'm, I'm not a quitter, you know. Mm-hmm. But he is going to be on my nerves. I had a I had a huge fear that he was going to pull a Peter on us, and I'm feeling it in my spirit. So hopefully he wises up and starts acting like there are more. Like he can't act like each and every one of those girls is like. He's got to play the game. That's what I'll say. He's got to play the game. Yeah, I feel like it'll be easier um, once they start narrowing down the season. I. I like that he's new because we don't know anything, but I now I understand why people are were against it because I do think that they need to have experience on the show, the contestant. Mm-hmm. So like probably the show. Yeah. And I know it's not his fault. Like they should have just thrown him on Claire's season, which like I feel like I don't know. It's hard to say if he was always gonna be the bachelor, because I know Rachel they said was always gonna be the bachelorette. Um, and it just so happened that Nick and her had a great enough connection that she made it far enough for it to be considered. And I just don't know if Matt was always going to be the Bachelor and they were just having on Claire's season essentially to like, so Bachelor's Nation could get to know him. I think that's um, the case. But like, see, and I, I wish that they just would have thrown him. I don't know why they didn't just throw him on to this. Well, because he had, because Claire had already started beef with him before the season. And also now I think about how the show, um, we didn't get like a break, like much of a hiatus between the seasons, which is probably also why. Yeah. Also, because um, there wasn't matter happened in like... between, and so they had to announce him. Yeah, and so yeah, that's the thing. So that was my point. I actually meant to bring up was I don't know if it was because of Black Lives Matter that they. I was. I'm curious if he was always gonna be the Bachelor or if Black Lives Matter. They were like, hey, we have this black guy we were gonna put on this season. Let's just make him the Bachelor. I think it was um, a little bit of both. Yeah. And like I said, Claire gave him the easy out, so. LOL. Wow, what could have been a Bachelor Nation if Claire's season started in March? (laughs) (laughs) And that is the tea. (laughs) Wow. What a bonus episode. 
Yeah, it was good because I feel like we haven't talked actually a lot about Bachelor together. We didn't even mention like those two, um, Brie and what's her face breaking up. Brie and Chris, which a lot yeah. of people are gonna say love doesn't exist, but I didn't. I never thought they were cute together. <laughs> love doesn't exist. <laughs> I never thought they were cute together. I thought unless they were singing like you know, um, like Hillsong, like. Is that it? Yeah, Hillsong anthems, or like you know, if they were unless they were going to become like joint youth pastors, that they just did need to be together, and their music career never really took off. I think that album came out and no one listened. I knew nothing, you know. I didn't watch, so and that's the team. <laughs> the person that I wanted to win did. I don't even think they made top three. So, oh, that sucks. I hate when that happens. Yeah, but. It is what it is. Bachelor Nation is and always will be ridiculous. <laughs> that is tea. <laughs> uh, but such great drama, always. Such great drama. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us today. And we will see you on Monday. Uh, and always, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.